Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a Geek Network special interview. As always, I am your host, Keith, and I am joined by two of my co-hosts tonight, and I'm going to introduce them in just a moment. But first, I want to welcome our special guest tonight, star of Vagrant Queen, Adrian Ray. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm so excited to, to get you on this show. Um, we are big fans, big fans oh. of Ad- Vagrant Queen, uh, Going back to the comic, we, we, we've read the comic as well, um, and we're really big uh, supporters of the company that publishes it. So to get you on here is a real treat. I'm super excited to get into this with you. Um, but the first thing I want to do is I want to get to know you. Um, so at Geek Network, our series of shows are based on all forms of media that we consume. Uh, most of my fellow co-hosts and myself got to know each other simply by talking about what we like. And most of us didn't really know each other beforehand. So um, in the spirit of our first show, which we call Binge Watching, I want to know in this time, probably a lot of spare time, uh, what have you been watching? I have actually, for the first time, don't judge me, but I am watching Game of Thrones now. Nice. Oh, nice. Don't judge me. You didn't say Tiger King, so I'm thankful for that. I refuse, I refuse to watch it because it's too trending. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Our last two or three interviews have been like, oh, Tiger King. We're like, uh. <laughs> so. yeah, I really enjoyed that, um, that guy who's doing the Savage Challenge to the song. The song is hilarious. Have you seen this? No. Like he's he's doing the dance to Savage Challenge by Meg the Stallion and they changed the words to talk about how he got somebody Carol Baskin and she fed her husband to some tigers. It's literally hilarious. Just watch Uh, that and you don't have to watch Tiger King. (laughs) That that song clip was in the the last uh, last week tonight with John Oliver. I think I know what you're talking about. It's hilarious. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay, so let's see here. Um, and so the next thing I want to go in, I want to kick you over to my first co-host, uh, Sir Thomas, uh, who has another question for you. Yes, Sir Thomas. Yeah, so the second show that we feature is revolved around video games and tabletop games. It's called Respawn Ready. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do any sort of gaming or tabletop games, anything like that? I'm sorry. I'm so boring. I do not. <laughs> that does not make you boring. <laughs> No, we understand. We're we're um, a lot of people we interview, especially you know creative types. Uh, like we get a lot of comic book writers that say, "I don't have time for that." <laughs> and then we're like, "No, we understand completely." So, yeah, I get that. All right, and then uh, to my other co-host, Josue, who would like to talk about our third question. Hi, I'm Josue, and so I host Infinite Playlist, which is mostly yeah, mostly focused on music. Um, so we'd like to know what have you been listening to? Any recommendations? Uh, yeah, so I listen to, like, almost everything, and, uh, I have a very eclectic taste in music. This song hypes me up so much, it's, like, my new workout song right now. It's Just Do It, Slow Motion by the Execs, and then also, Meg the Stallion. Yeah. Savage is my hype song, and I love (laughs) it so much. Megan the Stallion is Hostway's girl. He loves yes. her. Well, number two, I do love me Snow the product, but Megan the Stallion rose up quickly last year. Yes, I love her. She just makes yeah. me feel like I'm a boss. I love it. Right. She's oh, great. I, I like high fashion too. Um, that song, high fashion, like oh y'all. I like that song. 
awesome. This is where I lose my cool points because I'm so out of the loop on music. We, we <laughs> Up can... until last year, I thought The weekend was more than one person. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I don't know. My brain just works in a different way. I was like, The weekend. there's two days in the weekend. There's got to be at least one, more than one person. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I broke it all down. For a long time, I didn't know Division was a group. Yeah. There you go. I'm not alone. We all make mistakes. <laughs> Thomas has a unique taste in music, so we, yeah, we love him. <laughs> all right. Awesome. And then for our last question, uh, our last show is the one that I host every week called We Have Issues. Uh, this is based on what you're reading, whether books, comic books, whatever you might have been reading at this time. Is there anything specific uh, you've been reading that you might want to recommend? Yeah, um, I'm reading a book that is very interesting, and it's just making the world make sense. It's called The Celestine Prophecies, hmm. and I really enjoy it. Gotcha. The Celestine Prophecies, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Who's the author of that? Do you know? Oh, let me check. I know. I was Googling <laughs> it real quick, too. <laughs> like, look at authors. We just start reading books. That's just how I do it anyway. I hear you. Celestine Prophecy. Yeah, it is by James Redfield. Gotcha. Okay. It's like oh, that's the cool. Alchemist. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Awesome. I just want to make sure I mark that uh, for my future reads. So great. All right. Well, thank you so much for giving us some information about who you are. Um, I really want to get into this interview because uh, there's a lot I want to go over. And uh, like I said, we're pretty excited about this one. Um, Obviously, we're here to talk about your new show, Vagrant Queen, mm-hmm. and and I definitely want to get into that. But I want to talk about yourself a little bit because um, you're you're pretty new to the scene as far as like being like a mainstream actor is that people would recognize. Uh, myself, uh, I first remember you from Atlanta, actually. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, me and Jose yeah. are huge Atlanta fans. So as soon as I, I we saw the show was coming, I was like. Oh, who's she? I'm gonna, you know, I'm looking at your stuff, and I'm like, she's in Atlanta. Which which episode? I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so completely, completely different than uh, uh, Alita. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> it's funny for my Atlanta audition. Um, it was a self tape, and I I shot it how they did it in the show. It ended hmm. up being how they shot it in the show, like the same way. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. Atlanta was amazing. Donald's great. Zazie is one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Aw. She yeah. seems like such a sweetheart. Like <laughs> she, really she really is. And she's just like chill and nice all at the same time. So, you know, some people can be chill and it's kind of like they're so chill you don't know if you, they like you or not. It's kind of off-putting. Yeah. She's like all at the same time and still warm and welcoming. So it's she's really just like a gem. I really love her. That's awesome. Nice. And that's, that's, that was a whole episode. It was just like basically you and the girls just like having a, a great time. Yeah. We got so to speak. Drake, <laughs> Drake has let me down so many times, guys. <laughs> I want Drake to know, Drake, Aubrey, if you're listening, I'm upset with you. Adrian Ray, it's me. I know you don't know me. I need you to know. But you should. <laughs> he listens to his podcast a lot, so. Because 
the champagne poppy episode he was supposed to come he was supposed to be in that episode oh no shit yeah but he was out shooting basketballs at university of kentucky <laughs> come on great <laughs> And then, then the clip of Atlanta on the end of the biggest song in the world for like ever, and I was like, I, I should have met you if you were going to use my clip, bro. I want it because when you hear the, like, what are you guys talking about? That's me. What are y'all talking about? And then she's like, that's awesome. I need to get a picture with Drake because my Instagram weak as fuck. Like that's not. Yeah. <laughs> that's us at the end. I was like, if I'm on the album. I want to meet you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, I also kind of want to talk about, because um, looking over your Wikipedia page and such, uh, I saw that when you were, uh, when you were younger, you were into like uh, track and field, field hockey. Yeah. Uh, you went to the junior Olympic games even. Yeah. So, so you're yeah. like a, you're like, so, and then like uh, jumping ahead a little bit, you also, uh, you graduated from uh, a school in Philly with like medical lab science and such. Yeah. So you're crazy multi-talented, like acting, athlete, medical <laughs> laboratory science, like. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's different for sure. It, I was the person that was an athlete and then I was also um, a nerd who loved science and I was also... <laughs> In the band, I played clarinet. Nobody really <laughs> nice. Right, my fiance played clarinet, and she's proud of it too. <laughs> yeah, I was first clarinet. Thank you very much. And, um, <laughs> I also was in choir, so I was singing, and then I was also head of student government. So I was like into a whole bunch of different things, and at all times I played field hockey. Though I've been playing field hockey since I was five. And just even like to look at those sports, like field hockey is a majority not black sport. Yeah. The only black girl on the team, on all the teams I was on. <laughs> and um, then you go look at track and field, and that's majority black sport. <laughs> so it just goes to show, you know, how I do a whole bunch of different stuff. But yeah, I, I ran the hurdles and I ran the relays four by one, four by two, four by four. And mm-hmm. I did triple jump and long jump. And I still have records. I still have records that I hold. That's <laughs> awesome. And then I want to talk about, because as I mentioned, you went to school in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, are you from Philly? Like, you're from the area. You're like uh, from New England, at least, right? No, too. Delaware. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm like throwing up 302. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm from Delaware, and I went to school in Philly because I was like, I don't want to go too far, but I don't want to go to school in Delaware. So that was my compromise. Originally, fun fact, I was supposed to go to Drexel. Mm. We were supposed to go to Drexel, but we couldn't afford the tuition, and um, I wasn't going to be able to play field hockey there. They had given me like a partial scholarship for field hockey, and I wasn't going to be able to pay the rest of it. So I went to the University of the Sciences instead. And, uh, yeah, just focused on I, – I played field hockey, but that was in the background more. And I just focused on, you know, going to school for physician assistant at first. And yeah. I went and I was doing my classes and going about my life, thinking I'm going to be a surgeon. And I took hematology when I was really good at, like, finding 
you know, white blood cells, different types, identifying them, stains and all that other stuff. I was good at finding them in the microscope. So the teacher, who was also the dean of the medical laboratory science program, she contacted me and she's like, hey, you know, you should probably look into medical laboratory science. And I was like, no, thank you. I'm going to be a part of the rest of the She was like, okay. And then I had to take parasitology. And again, I was really good at, you know, finding, you know, the, it sounds gross, but the eggs and Mm -hmm. things like that, that you would find identifying pinworms, identifying ascaris, all those different parasites, malaria. And um, she was like, no, seriously, just try it. You have to take a couple more classes. It's not that big a deal. And I was like, okay. So I did it. And I ended up, I was like, oh, I kind of do like this, but I loved acting (laughs) way more. So I did all of that to be an actor and play an alien. (laughs) Awesome. So I got, I got to ask because Philly is one of my favorite cities on the planet. Like, like how was it living in Philly? Cause I absolutely love it there. I love it. You've never, have have you ever lived there? You just visited. Just visited. And what parts were you staying in? Like century? I mean, not century. Oh my God. Um, I honestly don't remember. It's been a couple years too. So I have a couple friends that live there uh, and have lived there their entire lives. So oh, they're good peoples then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I love Philly so much. My school was in West Philly and I spent most of my time in West Philly in Center City. Mm-hmm. I used to work at the um, <laughs> Olive Garden that was off of Broad in Center City. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love Philly. I really do. I love so much about it. I like the authenticity of not just the city, but the people, the realness of it. I love the weather. I love when they have seasons and it gets snow. Um, and I love the trolleys. I remember I would not get on a trolley at all at first. I was like, no, it's a big bus that's being held on by one little cable. I'm not getting on that. <laughs> <laughs> My friends from Jersey and they were like, come on. And then they finally got me on there. And it's amazing. It's the only public transportation I ever will and ever have taken. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love Philly. It's great. I, I'm a big East Coast guy, even though I'm, I'm from San Diego. I love the East Coast. I love Pittsburgh. I, I love Philly. It's my favorite place. <laughs> I lost it. It's my favorite place in California. Like literally. It's it's one I was born there. I'm a Chargers fan. Like I just love it there. Oh, Comic Con, of course. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> my friend uh, I have a friend who plays for the Chargers and he's doing great. Nice. Who's that? Casey Hayward. Oh my god, I love Casey Hayward. <laughs> you just nerded awesome. me out. <laughs> pretty awesome, man. I'm really proud of him. That's awesome. Okay, so uh, let's get to talking about Vagrant Queen because I'm really excited to get into this, and uh, I really want people to watch the show because you do, y'all. Please watch the show. <laughs> please, please watch it. In fact, episode four comes out tonight. T- episode tomorrow four night. is my favorite. It's one of the sixteen. It's your favorite episode, you said. No, episode eight might be my favorite. That or the finale, but top three, uh-huh. four, eight, and ten. Nice. I am. Um, so as I said, uh, we got in on the comics early and we actually interviewed the artist of the comic uh, just about a week ago. And yeah, yeah, he, he was a really nice guy. And we, we talked it over. We talked about the comic and such. What was that? I'm sorry. He's so nice. He was a really nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but and so we haven't released that interview because we kind of wanted to make it a week of it with your interview and his uh talk about the comic and then the show and uh one thing i really enjoy about the show one thing i think people should really pick it up right now is there's a lot going on out in the world that's kind of a drag obviously mm-hmm. man this show will bring you up it's just <laughs> fun <laughs> like I, that's like one of the things that like you know we get some people who are like it's not this and it's not that and i'm like yeah it's not supposed to be that or this it's supposed to be a vagrant queen and you guys yeah. are serious you gotta you gotta lighten up and laugh that's what we're here to make you do um if we wanted it to be super super dramatic of course we would have taken those you know those steps to make it that way but there's a reason that it's so light and funny is because we wanted it to be like that and it just so happened that it, this nobody knew about coronavirus happening, you know, in March yeah. and like that. But it just so happened that one of, during one of the toughest times in you know our lifetimes, you have Vagrant Queen that's super light and there to make you laugh, and you know you got yeah. eyes, you got eyes, you got a May who can't pronounce words, and she's saying gay bar, you got. <laughs> got Isaac, and he's just so hilarious. So yeah, I mean. It's supposed to be that way, and I really appreciate it for the fact that it does that. Yeah, I, I like. Uh, I was telling the guys when I put the first episode on, I watched the first scene with you and the two scavengers. Oh my! Wow, and, and I stopped. Oh, nice. and I went and got my roommate, <laughs> and I started the show over. I'm like, I need you to watch this, this just this scene with me, because. <laughs> As soon as the, like, you got blood on my jacket, Carl, I was like, I'm sold on the show. I'm going to watch every episode. Like, that was just so great. And yeah, it's 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 not just, I'm a big sci-fi fan, but the comedy of it and the quality of the craft. So the next question I really wanted to get to is the makeup and prosthetics uh, are, are great. And sci-fi is known for that, obviously. So um, I know you don't really have to wear as much as, you know, a lot of your co-stars. Mm-hmm. Uh but the ears, at least. How long does that take? My full hair and makeup takes, uh, I think it's an hour and a half. Man. Uh, but my ears, so let me think. I go in, I sit down, I give everybody hugs. And then <laughs> <laughs> they start, I think they start on my ears. Yeah, they start on my ears. So the ears normally take 30, 30 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because I, I was when I was watching, I was like, yeah, she doesn't have too much of a prosthesis like a lot of aliens, but it's enough to make you unique. But then you see some of the others, especially, you know, the scavs at the beginning, for instance, and you're like, man, that must have taken hours. <laughs> yeah, like um, the character Volon. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if you guys have met him yet in episode three. Did you meet Volon? Yeah, I believe you met Volon briefly, or maybe not. Um, he took five hours, and then Irid, the other scab that's all blue, the mm-hmm. loyalist, I think hers was like five hours too, because her whole head and neck is in a prosthesis, and it's, it's amazing. <laughs> like, it's crazy, really yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, I, then, I, oh, Nim. Oh, I, we're going to talk about Nim. Nim, <laughs> when you touched him, it felt like skin. And it had oh, really? like a puppy. Yes, he, you could have pet him, and it was just really—it was really great. I remember looking at him and saying, "Timba, I'm so sorry. Can I pet you?" <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, oh, go for it. You're the queen. <laughs> don't, don't say that, but yeah, I'm gonna—I'm gonna touch you now. 
Um, <laughs> but it, it was so real and it just, it was so amazing how they turned like humans into genuine aliens. Yeah. And it comes off really well on camera. Like they look very genuine. Like, uh, yeah. And it's, it's a TV show, you know, it doesn't have like the movie budget, you know what I mean? Like people, like I was looking at the first, for instance, the first scavs and the one that, uh, specifically was was talking a lot <laughs> and mm-hmm. i was like his his prosthesis is on level with like everything i saw in lord of the rings for the orcs like it looks just as good and this is sci-fi network it's not like a massive you know movie company and it's just really incredible what they can do yeah it is yeah. they really so. like, turned opinions and stretched it as much as possible and, and did it in a way where they tried not to make it look terrible you know yeah, no, and I, I'm really enjoying it. So, I do want to start talking about the the characters in the show. Um, and I got to start with Isaac. Mm-hmm. Like the chemistry you guys have is amazing. Like, <laughs> I, I just love it. I think he is he is so funny and just like he exudes so much like just passive charisma that it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm gonna give a minor spoiler for the comic book. Um, there's a moment in the comic book where he has to shave his beard off, and I'm really dreading that happening in the show. Because <laughs> that's a glorious beard. <laughs> so. Glorious. The mustache and the beard. You know he has a whole Twitter that's dedicated to his mustache that he didn't make. You know, <laughs> That's great. So. That's how great Tim is at growing facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I'm really enjoying his uh his performance. I think that he like um I think he really pops. And like I said, I think the chemistry with with the two of you is really good. And uh, again, having read the comic, I know where things are going, and I don't really want to, you know, I we're big on not giving any spoilers uh, as yeah. much as possible because we want people to watch, we want people to read, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I just think it's going to be interesting to see how the relationship develops. Yeah, um, I mean, that with, was the whole point of episode two is to have that friendship bond mm-hmm. to establish us as, you know, actual a trio. So, yeah, there's, there's lots of stuff coming. Yeah. <laughs> stuff coming. And that brings me to my other one, of course. we got to talk about Ame. Mm-hmm. Adorable. <laughs> like, but she's so just cute. so cute. And... <laughs> I, I already I'm seeing the chemistry there between the two of you as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, have a, we have a name. We have a hashtag. Oh really? What oh, is, is it? There? It's Amita. Oh, oh perfect. We're, we're going to be using that when we promote this episode. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, she's just absolutely adorable. Um, obviously the newest episode was episode three where you were kind of away from your co-stars the entire episode they were off on their own little adventure and we got to see them interact mm-hmm. uh which was a lot of fun it was, it was kind of cool seeing that um but i just love watching her be so excitable and i love how smart she... stuff like <laughs> yeah. yeah like in the middle of us like trying to get out of grebo she's like oh my gosh this robot is the Thing. And I'm like, I'm like, we're kind of stuck in a prison right now. Can you Witty go? Butt. Can you go get the key, please? <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I love the scenes with her. She's very funny, and uh, like, yeah, it, I think the trio of you is really good. Uh, part of me 
does wish that you know Nim was there with you guys, but I, I mean, <laughs> but uh, but the robot is incredible too, in such visual humor. Like this whole last episode, slowly crawling to help them as slowly as possible was one of the funniest gags. Of everywhere, I'm the fastest one. I'm like, dang. <laughs> or the fact that she could have saved him like in two seconds by somehow this little box piloting the whole ship, but. She didn't do it. <laughs> she didn't do the software update. <laughs> <laughs> she <doesn't> did it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, obviously, I'm really liking that. Um, the other, the other huge thing that stands out with me is um, <laughs> the villain of the show. Is oh. he? <laughs> he's incredible, and he's exactly like the comic book. Like I was like, that is the best casting I've ever seen. <laughs> I, you know, looks-wise, I feel like it's between him and Tim because Tim looks so much like the Isaac character. It's kind of, yeah. like, mind-blowing. <laughs> but, but, like, Paul, he literally looks it and then it just he feels just like the character in the comic book, too, on yeah. how he's, like, carrying himself and stuff. And he added these such great nuances. I mean, I love, love Paul's performance as Lazaro. It's, yeah. it's so brilliant. I love it. What I love is that he's really menacing. He's actually genuinely scary in a show that yeah. is pretty funny. And it's also, he still manages to be menacing and be scary while being funny. Yeah. Like, he'll be in a comedic situation, and you're laughing, but you're also like, oh, this guy's ready to blow up, though. <laughs> like, shoot someone any second. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, and I think I mean overall the cast itself is doing a really great job. Um I've been really enjoying it. And um obviously um from what you said is it a uh, 10 episode season? Is that what they're planning? Mhm. 10 episodes. Okay. 10 nice. episodes. Okay. Gotcha. So I'm assuming it's probably mostly the first volume of the the actual comic then. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I know that we we don't do exactly how everything is in the comic, but mm-hmm. um, we definitely pay hom- homage to it. So. That's the story the season's telling, at least. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I know they just started the second uh, volume of the comic, and it, there's like a huge jump, and it's yeah, like it's something crazy. else is happening entirely. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, I want to talk about it a bit. Um, you mentioned earlier when we were talking about uh, your experiences in field hockey. Uh, one thing me and Josue have talked about in the past is this amazing opportunity for black women in sci-fi mm-hmm. and how that's been becoming a pattern. Um, I was thinking, like, in my head, I was trying to think of where I could first remember. And I remember Zoe from Firefly was the one that jumped out at me but lately we've been seeing a real like emphasis in that and it's uh we're really big on diversity with geek network um and especially with uh making sure that there's multiple stories to tell and in addition to and again i don't want to give a spoiler (laughs) but i kind of have to in this case in addition to being to to being a black female on a sci-fi show you're playing a homosexual character and that is something that <laughs> have you gotten have you heard anything about it i mean i, I got to be honest 
geek culture can be really toxic. And I, I was wondering how that feels. Like, have you gotten any crap about it? Have you heard more encouraging oh, yeah. things about it? Because everything I see online is encouraging. I see a lot of people being like, I made the joke with Jason. Um, someone posted a gaze in space thing, which I really love. <laughs> so just like, what's that like? Because uh, I know geeks can be very defensive of, you know, their space. Quote. <laughs> You know, I, I, I'm I not familiar with the geek space, so it's all new to me. Good. I'm more of a nerd. <laughs> and um, yeah. that's what I've come to realize. And, you know, I see some of the comments like, uh, yeah, it looks cool, but I hope it doesn't try to get too woke. Or why they have to have a black person be in the lead. And I'm like, why not? And, so dumb. Yeah, it's just like, okay, you're really insanely mad about something that you don't have to watch. <laughs> Um, it's some of those things where that happens and I'm just, it just makes me realize it, not realize cause I've already realized it, but it just shows that there are still so many leaps and bounds that we have to go through. And there's so mm-hmm. much ground we have to cover, um, when it comes to diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. in the world period, not just in sci-fi. Yeah. Because apparently, you know, regardless of in their, in their geek land or in, whatever land they want to be in, um, they still feel like that's okay to say. So if that's right. culturally acceptable, then they wouldn't, regardless of what land they're in, they wouldn't feel like it was okay to say. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's disappointing for sure. And I have to just, you know, remind myself that everyone's operating at their current level of consciousness to the best of their ability. So I think you're, that's you're... my way of coping you know, with that. You're very diplomatic. Did you nice? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm a very direct person. The guys know that. So, um, so uh, yeah, and kind of like I wanted to expand on a little bit because uh, the big controversy, and I know Josue and me have talked about this one in the past, is new Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And everybody being like a black stormtrooper, and we, we we're like. Chewie is like nine foot tall and covered in hair. Like, and you're worried that the, the that a black stormtrooper is too unrealistic. Like, no. these are space wizards. <laughs> like, it's, it's it's crazy. Like when they were so mad about a black Little Mermaid. Why? Yeah. Right. Oh God. Sing? Yeah. Have you heard her sing? Like, she's yeah. actually perfect for this role. Why does her skin tone matter? Why does it matter? It should. Yeah. At all. It, it's, uh, I know, even for me, you know, I was worried at first when I got this audition that I wasn't dark enough. Because mm. then it becomes, even if people are accepting of a person of color, sometimes they're like, oh, why she have to be light skin? And I'm like, well, I really can't help it. I try to tan. This is as dark as it gets. Um, but I'm still black. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it becomes that thing. And it, it's just so much there's so many dynamics to it because in the black community it's like oh but they only they only let light-skinned people do it and then you just we just need to get diversity period like and let people know that black comes in all colors all shapes yeah. all sizes. there are some people that are lighter than me and there are some people who have beautiful chocolate chocolate skin and it's all, exactly. black and all beautiful and it should all be accepted yeah definitely and uh, like you said, I mean, obviously, there's still an issue out there um, with 
acceptance. Um, and we've, we've made a lot of progress, but there's also some people who are really fighting that progress still. Um, one thing that me and, uh, me and the group talked about after the Grammys, I was like, who would have imagined at any point there would be two gay black rappers on a Grammy stage, you know, back to back, like yeah. that's incredible. <laughs> like, so, but yeah, so I, I didn't want to get off on too much of a tangent with that, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of ask about that. Cause it's, it's a big thing, you know, and it's, it, that's one thing we talk about a lot and it definitely came up with Jason as well about the importance of, of that character being black and, and like the whole question of why you can flip around and be like, why not? Exactly. Like, why is white the default? <laughs> like... yeah. Why? Why is that the default? Exactly. And I, I think that even for, you know, me, it's growing up, I didn't, I didn't see a lot of people who looked like me on TV. And mm-hmm. also at the same time growing up, I didn't know acting was even a choice in career for me. Mm-hmm. So that just in those, I, I personally believe those correlate. That's why representation matters. That's yep. why yes. you, you need to be able to see people that look like you telling stories that you can, can relate to. It not mm-hmm. only allows you to know that you can dream big and accomplish anything you want, just like they did, but it also, it's when you're, the point that we do this whole thing for is to tell story. And yeah. When we tell these stories, we affect people and we help them through times or we show them different perspectives and things like that. Stories resonate with people when they're relatable. If I see mm-hmm. someone who looks like me, that makes it now relatable. That makes that it now mm-hmm. able to change and uplift that person or change their perspective and help them see something from a different point of view, which increases understanding and compassion throughout all of humanity. It's so important down to, you know, just knowing that you can go be an actor if you want all the way down to the stories actually resonating with people. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, I mean, and if nothing else, creativity is rewarded by more stories, by more perspectives. Like you, you get, you, if, I mean, if you want to think of it, if you want to take the people out of it, which I would never want to, Mm -hmm. but if you want to think about strictly from a business perspective, which is what a lot of people are saying, like, Oh, that wouldn't sell. Why not? Like it's a, it's, it's, it's a unique thing. You know, we can tell different stories that are not being told. Why is that not a good business practice? You know, like I just, I, it's just uh, hatred blinds so much and it bothers me. So yeah, it's the fear of like not knowing, like we've always done it this way. So we're just going to keep doing it this way. Is the world still the same as it was in 1930? No, it's not. So why would you keep doing the same things that you've been doing Mm -hmm. since 1930? Different yeah. stories need to be told. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, um, going back to Vagrant Queen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm excited. So we got seven more episodes coming out, including one tomorrow. Actually, uh, moved. What was that? That's moved. Oh, really? It comes out next Thursday. Actually, next Thursday. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So listeners, next Thursday, keep an eye out for it. Wikipedia needs to update that. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it, though. I'm really enjoying the show. Uh, as I said, I'm a big fan of just sci-fi in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, sci-fi with a little bit of humor is basically my genre. So I really enjoy that. Um, Josue, did you... Um, 
did you have any questions? Is there anything you wanted to get to? Uh, I did. So you have Vagrant Queen, Queen now. Um, have you heard of this other little book called Bitterroot, Adrian? No. Okay. What's well, another? It's called Bitterroot, and it's another comic book uh, by Image. And this one is focused on an African American family in the Harlem Renaissance during the Harlem Renaissance, fighting demons and especially essentially racism. And it's being made into a movie, so if you can like <laughs> talk to your people to talk to other people so you can be part of this movie, because you would be perfect for Blink. You are such a badass, you would be a perfect Blink. Wow. Yes. Okay, I'll You have you. our vote. <laughs> Let me find out. Let me find out you're my indirect manager. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's okay, so here here's the irony of this. Uh, I was going to mention a different book that me and him both love uh, called Saga. Uh, uh, yes. So uh, check this book out. One of the main characters is, is a black female, and it's also sci-fi. I'm not saying – I think they're going to adapt it, but I don't think they've like made a decision on that or anything like that. But just saying, read it, because you'll actually really enjoy it, I think. Okay. Um, it's, it's one of the best comic books being made, period. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Thomas, are you back with us? Because I know you had some difficulty. I, I am. Um, yeah, my internet Thomas. company hates me this week. Oh, he's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he still can't hear me. <laughs> um, yeah. So sorry I missed most of this, Adrian. Okay. But hopefully we can do this again so we can talk again. <laughs> but I just want to congratulate you. Um, just my take on Vagrant Queen. Um, I did catch the part where you mentioned that it's its own thing. Um, but to me, you know, the sci-fi fan, I get a little bit of Killjoys and Firefly, which are like two series that I really love. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just amazing. Like you guys have like something very unique going. Love the humor. It's very uplifting, especially when I'm stuck at home. Laughing just kind of makes me forget about everything <laughs> for the yeah, moment. I'm so glad we can. Um, the karaoke scene killed me. <laughs> <laughs> oh but my god! Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Just thank you. I mean, you guys are doing a great job. I'm, you know, I'm really happy for everybody. Oh, thank you so much for that. I'm so honored to be able to play this role and to know that we're affecting people like this is just amazing. So thank you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, it seems like you guys are having a, a, so much fun. Um, but sorry, and the reason why I was bringing our bitter root is because uh, Ryan Coogler is uh, kind of working on making this happen. So, mm. yeah, I, I'd be super excited if you if you were a part a part of that project too. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if uh, Keith want to take it over. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much everything that I have. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to mention, Adrian? Anything you want to plug? Anything at all? Yes. Besides Vagrant Queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to thank you guys for having me on here. This has been yeah. really, really nice. I, nice. I thoroughly enjoyed this interview. I do a lot of them now, and this has been quite nice. So thank you for having me on here. Thank you for not just treating me like Alita, but as Adrian as well, and allowing me to express my feelings and viewpoints from Adrian's standpoint and also talk to you guys about Alita. That means so much to me. <laughs> um, and also... But for the fans who are listening, hi, I appreciate you. Um, I'm doing a new thing where I'm getting together and popping into people's Instagram lives or their Zoom links. So follow me on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find the hashtag Fan Friday. And you can DM me your Instagram or your live 
link and I will pop in and say hi just to let you guys know I appreciate you and I'm just so grateful that you guys are watching the show. And that is Adrian Ray, A-D-R-I-Y-A-N-R-A-E on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of those things. Awesome. I was actually, I'm glad you plugged it because I was going to. <laughs> I saw it right before we went on. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to mention that. So I'm glad you did. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, everybody, please watch Fragrant Queen. Uh, next episode comes out next Thursday for the, us in the U.S. I know uh, Jason and I wanted to mention that it comes out on City TV in Canada. Uh, yeah. I believe it's normally airing on Sundays. Yep, Sundays. We're in Canada. Yeah, awesome. So uh, check it out there. Uh, if you guys are on the fence, uh, I believe the first two episodes are free on the Sci-Fi app as well as YouTube. So give it a fair chance. And if you like it, then tune in live. Get it that ratings because that's how our shows get renewed. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate it, Adrian. Um, everybody check us out at geek-network.com uh, for all the links to our social medias, to the various shows we do, bios about each and every one of us. And uh, that social uh, media name is going to be GN Podcasts at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And again, thank you so much for joining us, and um, have a great week, guys. Thank you. <laughs>